Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live on SENSA. You're listening to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Coffee World, your trusted business partner. Visit coffeeworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials. Welcome. Welcome to Roosters Radio, all thanks to Coffee World Toshiba. It's the third instalment of Roosters Radio today. You're here with myself, Honey Howe, and my co-host, Mitch Harvey. It's a super exciting week. We've saved the best for today, haven't we, Mitch? What yes. do we have in store? Yeah, we've got a big show coming up, honey. Thanks for the intro and, and good to be back for episode three. I'm ex- very excited about this one. We've got some big names on the show. We'll we'll quickly recap um, last week's reserve qualifying final where we had a great win. Um, we'll, we'll do a bit of a preview of the upcoming um, games for this weekend um, against the Crows and Sturt. Um, we'll, we'll got a couple of under 18s and under six couple of juniors games to to look at as well and we've got a couple of huge interviews which I'm looking forward to we've got um former North Adelaide star premiership player and now Port Adelaide all-Australian superstar Connor Rosie joining us which looking forward to having a chat to him and um SNFLW premiership player and fellow Port Adelaide Mm. AFLW player Emily Borg um coming on the show so very excited yeah, very exciting. Well, we'll jump straight into the recap. Uh, Mitch, thoughts on the game. What did we do well and how did we win that game? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Twos boys had a great win on the weekend. Um, and it was a bit of a tale of two halves, um, to be honest. We It was a pretty even first half. It was almost even at half time on the scoreboard. Um, but I felt I watched the full game and uh, I felt like we were on top um, in terms of the way the game was being played. Um, and then the second half, we just broke the game open and, and Westies didn't score a single point in the second half, which is which is a pretty impressive mm-hmm. effort from the boys. Uh, what do we do? Well, I, I think um, our defence was, was awesome all over the ground. Our pressure, which finals is all about pressure, win the ball back and then your ability to score, which, you know, footies in general, but <laughs> um, it's high, definitely at a new level in the finals as we saw last night in the AFL. But... Yeah, we, we defended really well. We won the contest um, and then we just we, we stayed in the game long enough um, and then when the game was there to be broken open, we did. And especially in that last quarter, um, our forward line looked really dangerous with um, Lockie Wilson. I think he kicked three or four goals in that last quarter and we moved the ball really well. But it, it all starts with the contest and winning the footy um, and then defending when you don't have the ball. So I thought we did that really well. Yeah, awesome. As for best players, who performed well? Anyone pushing for league selection? Yeah. Um, oh, look, there was a, it was a pretty well-rounded game. As I said, Lockie Wilson up forward, kick five. Um, and he's been building every week. He's played a lot of league footy this year. Um, I thought our midfield, Jared Deep, um, Matty Longbottom, got their hands on the ball, um, had plenty of it. 
Um, and our defence, look, as a, as a group, defended really hard, really well. Tommy Robertson and Lammy Simon, um, a couple of young guys, um, I thought stood up, played really good games. Um, and uh, James Langley as well, um, I thought played a really good game up forward, um, worked really hard. He's a captain of the two. So um, whether pushing for league, um, we've got, I think there's a lot of players that are in line. Um, I know there's a couple of players back from injury um, later, which which we'll touch on later. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the team um, teams for this week, but there'll definitely be a couple that'll be pushing for a spot. Now, the Sturt game, has there been any changes to the team this week? Uh, I don't know. Um, we'll wait and see. Um, we've got, we've, uh, two's trained last night. They played tomorrow um, against Sturt. And uh, um, we, we trained tonight, the league team, because we play Sunday. So I'm not sure on the teams yet, but... Um, Look, oh, look, I think um, we've got a couple of players coming back from injury. So Jack McCann, who's played a lot of footy and, and is a really good halfback flanker, uses the ball well. He's he's putting himself up selection this week, I believe. So he'll be pushing it. I know in the next couple of weeks, a um, couple of players like Will Gowers um, will, will look to push for a selection as well. So um, with, a, with both teams pretty fit and not many injuries, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, well, we beat them in the final round of the home and away season. Mm. What worked that day and what do we need to do for this week? Um, oh, I think that was a dead rubber a couple of weeks ago and um, we, we ended up um, taking the, the chocolates that day. Look, I, I'm not too sure. Um, I think I haven't seen a lot of stir in the reserves, but um, their team, their league team, like to possess the footy, a lot of uncontested marks, keep the ball away from the other team and they're a really good defensive unit. So I imagine the reserves are probably set up um, pretty similar and, and obviously they finished on top of the ladder, so they're a good team, but... When I, what I saw the week before was we won a lot of um, contested footy. It was pretty wet and um, heavy underfoot that day. So um, on, a, on a fast track at Thebby with some good weather, I think, um, I think we just need to follow what we did last week. We just need to win the footy in tight, win the contest, and then when we don't have the ball, we need to sort of try and keep it in our front half and, and defend really well. But I'm sure it'll be a very good game to watch. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, as for the game on Sunday against Crows, Adelaide Oval at 3.15. What has been the vibe around the club this week? What did the team do with the week off as well? Yeah, it's been great, honey. Um, <laughs> I obviously got the finished top, so we got the week off. We had a, a pretty normal week of training. Early in the week was sort of focused on recovery. Um, we had a few sore boys um, coming to the end of the season, so... Uh, very much about recovery, and then as the week got on, we we had a couple of good good session Wednesday night and and Friday night, um, and then we had the weekend off to watch the Toots boys, and um, yeah, back into a normal week this week. So um, bodies refreshed, everyone's ready to go. Um, we didn't do too much, you know, different really. It was just mm. more um, a lot of the boys laid pretty low and took it pretty easy. Um, you know, big big month of footy ahead. So yeah, it was great though. Good, really good vibe around the club. So how do we deal as um, with the pressure as a team being minor premiers? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, oh, look, I, I, we haven't been in this position for for a long time, as we touched on in previous shows. Uh, I think we probably just um, it probably you just need to forget about it. It, it, <laughs> it almost needs a new season starts when finals starts, and yeah. obviously we've had the week off, so we've had a look at some of the other teams and uh, got out there last Sunday and, and watched a couple of the games. But I, I think. It, to, to be honest, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, we're, it's a pretty even playing field. The new season starts. We know the intensity and, and the focus will go up 
Um, there's a bit of talk about us being minor premiers, but I don't think it really counts for much besides mm. giving us an extra week. Mm, definitely. Now, we have lost in both games this season against Adelaide. What do we need to change this week to win? Yeah. Um, oh, look, early in the year, I think we lost in round two. I remember it being a pretty hot day at Prospect Over when we got hit with COVID. And mm. I don't want to make any excuses, but it was... <laughs> That first month of the year, there was a lot of teams losing players to COVID. I think we lost four or five um, that week. Um, and, and and Crows had a really strong team in, as they have all year, and they've played really good footy all year. But um, And then, so, yeah, we lost by um, – I, I, I think Serge went down sick that week as well. Uh-huh. And we, we It was a bit, bit chaotic. But, um, yeah, so, look, I think they, they moved the ball really well um, – they're really good in tight with their hands, really quick hands. They're good around the footy. They've got some really good players all over the ground. So I think um, the key for us this week will be to win the contest in the midfield, especially to get that ball going forward, win the territory, play a lot of footy in our front half and score off that, put their defence under pressure. Mm. Um, and then they like to move the ball quick and they like to to get lots of handball receives and move the ball quick through through the middle of the ground. So we're going to have to stop that. Um it's going to be hard work, but um, we're very confident the way we've trained and, and the things that we have trained will be able to deliver on game day. So just about executing the plan um, and backing ourselves in. Talking about plans, any players we need to shut down from the Crows to win the game? Mm, yeah, as I said, some really good players all over the ground. I think um, down back, Billy Frampton's had a great year. Um, lots of intercept marks, so we'll need to try and quell his influence a, bit, a little bit. Um, and then through the middle, um, you know, Brett Turner had a huge game last week. He had 20-odd you know, touches and 15, 16 tackles. So we'll need to um, you know, bring that sort of contest um, against him. Um, Zach Taylor's another really good midfielder through there, really quick hands, um, who's played some good footy this year. I'll have a big job in the rack against Kieran Strawn. He's had a, a great year. I think he was in the, the team of the year. Um, he's always a, a big matchup, so looking forward to going head-to-head with him. And then up forward, Elliot Himmelberg, who's played lots of AFL, will we'll need to stop. But, look, they've got good players. Matty Wright, their captain, kicked five last week. We'll need to make sure that he doesn't do the same against us. And Isaiah McKenzie had a really good game. Um, it's sort of that, that half-forward role with his speed and, and kicked a couple of goals. Uh, like they've got good players all over the ground, so we're going to have to you know, be really on our game in all facets. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think we've got a couple of um, junior games to keep be aware of this week. Yeah. Um, so the under 18s who finished second um, are playing Nord at Norwood on Saturday at one thirty in the qualifying final. So that'll be a big game. And the under 16s who finished fourth are playing Eagles at Norwood Oval at eleven thirty a.m. in the elimination final. So. Looking forward to both, hopefully, those young fellas getting a win and pushing on to next week. But um, it's a quarter-time break. After the break, Connor Rosie will be coming up for his interview. Look forward to catching you there. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Copyworld, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials. Welcome back to Roosters Radio, all thanks to Copyworld Toshiba. Um, and we're into the second quarter and we've got former uh, North, 2018 North Adelaide Premiership superstar and first time All-Australian Port Adelaide Footy Club now, 
superstar Connor Rosie. Welcome to the show, mate. G'day, Harves. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, honey, as well. Welcome. <laughs> okay. uh, good to have you on, mate. And um, you're, you're a big name. You're probably the biggest name, and Serge won't be happy with me saying that. So probably the biggest <laughs> name we've had on the show so far. So welcome aboard, mate. But um, to get stuck into it, well done on a brilliant season, mate. First time All-Australian at, at a young age. 21, is that correct? You are? Uh, yeah, 22. So 22, 22. Older. So still pretty um, bloody good effort, mate. Tell us a bit about the year um, and tell us, the listeners, a little bit about what you did to get to All-Australian level because obviously still still pretty young. You've only been in, the, in the, the league for a couple of years. So tell us a bit about you know your pre-season and what you did throughout the year. Yeah, I guess um, I guess this year was a bit of a challenge, especially the start. Um, I didn't really start the way I would have wanted. Um, the first five rounds, I was I come off COVID just off the start of round one, so uh, that was a bit of a challenge. And then had a few injury issues throughout preseason and, and the start of the year. So um, the last couple of years probably haven't been as um, as good as I would have liked. So it's been nice to. Um, get some consistency through the through the middle and, and part of the season. And, um, yeah, I put in a fair bit of work in the pre-season to, to make myself fit enough to um, for me to go into the midfield um, permanently. And, yeah, fortunately, I was able to play some good footy over the, over the course of the season. And what does that look like, mate, like in terms of, you know, you, you talk about your fitness and, and, you know, getting to that sort of AFL midfield standard. Just give the listeners a bit of an understanding. What does that look like in terms of, is it your 2 k You know, does Kenny say to you, I want to, I want you to run this time or, um, you know, do these sort of run with this group in the preseason? What does that look like? Yeah, so essentially we have a, um, we have a three times one kilometre testing at Port Adelaide. So we've done that for a few years now. Um, so we have a certain time that, that we have to hit. Um, anything better is obviously really good. And, um, yeah, I guess Kenny, Kenny sort of challenged me at the end of last year that if I wanted to move into the midfield more that um, I needed to be running midfield numbers and I wasn't really anywhere near that last year. So I started a few weeks early, went away and, um, yeah, just grinded grinded the running sessions away and got a few extra sessions from our running coach as well just to try and top up and... Uh, I probably hated it while I was doing it, but it definitely paid off and um, I think it helped me out in the long run. Absolutely, mate. No, fantastic year. And in terms of the team, it was a bit of a, a tough start to the year starting you know, zero and five, but I mean, from the outside, I thought you guys fought back really well in the second half of the season. Just just give us a bit of an insight. What what did you do internally at the club to turn things around and, and what do you think the club needs to do to get back into sort of September action next year? Yeah, I guess probably surprisingly to, to people on the outside, our our mood and sort of vibe around the club after the first five rounds was actually was actually okay. Um, we lost a couple of close games, obviously the showdown after Siren and a few others. So we felt like we weren't in as bad a spot as as some were putting us out to be, and we were all, we were also struggling with a few injury issues. So I guess internally we probably didn't feel like we were as far away as everyone um, was sort of talking about, and you never want to be zero and five at the start of season. But um yeah, internally I guess the the vibe was still good and that's probably helped us bounce back um as well as we did during the middle part of the season. Um personally I don't think we're that far away. We've again we've lost a lot of close games this season by less than six or seven points and in the last two years we've probably won more than 
we've lost of them. So, I mean, you turn four or five of those games around like Collingwood have and all of a sudden you're top top four, top five. So, um, yeah, we'll get a few boys in. There'll be some changeover and looking forward to 2023. Yeah, super exciting for Port. Um, we'll chat a bit about the Roosters now. You came through the junior ranks from Port Augusta and then played league footy when you were just 18 throughout the premiership year in 2018. What are your memories like of your time at North and how did the footy club sort of su- support you to getting into the AFL? Yeah, they were they were awesome throughout my whole juniors and um, I, I guess they, they pushed me to be my best by um, putting me up a few grades. Um, so when I was under 16s, I was sort of playing under 18s and under 18s, I was, you know, pushed into the, um, into the league and reserve side. So, um, they've been huge for my development and, um, yeah, I, I guess I owe a fair bit to them in how they challenged me to get better and, and all the coaches that I had throughout all my juniors and, um, Serge and Curry and the seniors, um, they were absolutely amazing for me and. I think they allowed me to um, to thrive and uh, and push myself to get better, and that's that's helped me when I've got to the next level. Yeah, Roosters is a great club for that. Um, for a young player, I mean, you were fantastic in the 2018 Grand Final against Norwood. You played off that halfback flank, and I recall multiple in- intercepts to stop um, Norwood from scoring. Can you tell us about your role on Grand Final Day? I know it was a while ago now, but what was the whole experience like of winning the flag that year? Yeah, it was a um, it was a weird year. I think the year before that we finished uh, we finished bottom or second bottom, mm. and it was bottom. Uh, we, yeah. we weren't playing. Disaster. Yeah, we weren't playing <laughs> that great. And coming into that year, I just sort of wanted to play a league game, and um, there were no real expectations for us because we hadn't been that great. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I played mostly forward for most of the year and then Curry came to me before the first final and said, we've had an injury down back, so um, we're going to have to chuck you down there. And um, yeah, ended up going okay and um, we won all the finals. We won all our knockout finals and got through and um, yeah, I'll never forget the grand final day. It was probably one of the best days of my life uh, when that siren went. So mm. um, yeah, just an awesome day all around and yeah, some memories that I'll never forget. And mate, you, you touched on Kari and and Serge before. Obviously, um, you know former Port Adelaide players themselves and and North senior coaches. Just just give the listeners a little bit of a um, insight into the impact that they've had on your development and helping you along the way. You sort of um, touched on it before um, in terms of the opportunities that they gave you, but obviously, um, you know, lots of AFL experience in both of them. Just just give them a bit of an insight on what they. Um, how they've helped your development along the way. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is they've they've sort of been to that next level and, and especially coming from Port already, they um they know a lot of guys from, from Adelaide that they um put me in contact with outside the football club to do extra sessions and that sort of thing and um especially Serge really took me under his wing and um yeah, he he sort of took me around training and um, I guess put a lot of one-on-one work into me, which I really appreciated. And um, I guess just having Kari's backing that even though I had a, an average game every now and then, that he would have full trust in me. And um, yeah, just them, I guess, really being behind me for, for the whole year was was fantastic and they really helped my development. Yeah, awesome, mate. And um, what are you up to in the off-season? Obviously, you know, both the Maggies and the, the Power are off now. Uh, I saw 
I think I saw on the socials recently you're enjoying some time in Bali with the boys, which is always <laughs> a good time. That's when I did some of my best work. But um, <laughs> what, are you, what have you been up to and what have you got planned and, and any um, goals for the pre-season coming up? Yeah, yeah, got back from Bali on uh, Monday afternoon, so still sort of recovering a little bit from that. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm moving into a new house in a few weeks, so that will probably take up a lot of my spare time. I think um, potentially going away with Boki um, for a couple of weeks to America, so um, that would be that'll be really good. He'll show me around, and um, we'll do a bit of training over there. So um, that'll probably put me in good stead for the start of pre-season and um, we start running in a couple of weeks. So not really looking forward to that, but um, <laughs> yeah, looking forward to getting, getting back into pre-season when it comes around. And what's, what's that look like, mate? I know I've you know, obviously had a couple of years. Yeah, I know what he gets up to and um, does some training with Red Bull, but do you know what's in store or is it, is it going to be a bit of a surprise? No, he's kept it. He's kept it in the dark a fair bit. Um, it'll be a, a bit of training and a bit of relaxing, I'm sure, but, um, he's trying to keep his cards close to his chest, so um, it should be a good trip. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. And, mate, thanks for joining us, but just to, just before you go, um, tips for the end of the year. Obviously, the Brownlow medal's coming up, but who's your tip for that? Give us a tip for the AFL, and will we see you out at any of the uh, finals coming up? It would be good to have um, one of our you know, 2018 <laughs> Premiership superstars might get you down in the change rooms if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, um, Brownlow medal. Um, I'd probably go Tuke Miller. He's had a fantastic year. I don't know if they've won enough games for him to get votes, but um, he's probably my favourite at the moment. And um, Premiership, I, I think it's hard to go past Geelong. Um, in terms of sides that we played against, they're probably um, the toughest one that we played all year. And um, I think I'll definitely be heading out to a few of the finals. Um, I'll try and get there this weekend. We got Father's Day, but I think Dad's keen to get along. So, um, yeah, we'll be out. We'll be out to the finals, and and hopefully I can come down the rooms and, and get around to the boys. That'll be good. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Connor. I really appreciate your time. That was all thanks to Grand Grand North. This is Roosters Radio. All thanks to Copywell to Sheba. It's halftime break. Um, after the break, we've got Emily Borg from the Port Adelaide AFLW and former Roosters Premiership star. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Copy World, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials. Well, welcome back to Roosters Radio. All thanks to Copy World Toshiba. We've got another very exciting superstar on the line at the moment. She also loves to wear the teal black and white. Emily Borg, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Most welcome. Firstly, congratulations. You've had a wonderful start to your footy career already and at such a young age, coming from Golden Grove to then North and now debuting on the weekend for Port. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far in footy? Yeah, awesome. Well, um, so I started my football journey um, in two thousand and. 17 I'm pretty sure it was mm. and my sister's team needed a fill-in and I was like all right like I'll fill in that mum was a bit hesitant about <laughs> it but we convinced her and then um yeah I played that one game and then I ended up filling in for the rest of the season and from then on I've just got into where I am now so yeah it's awesome 
Yeah, so you, that was at Golden Grove, you played that first game? Yes, yeah, yeah, Golden Grove. And then through Golden Grove, I got into the Crows Academy and then um, that was through the North Adelaide under 14. And so the Crows Academy was pretty cool and, like, it was good to have all that, like, talent and stuff there, like, coaching me. And it was, like, the next level. And then um, having Brie Arthur and I'm pretty sure it was Jason... River at the time, oh, yeah. who coached me in the under 14s and 16s. Um, and then Mitch Harvey also was my <laughs> under 14s coach, I'm pretty sure Very it was. Lucky. <laughs> yes, <lucky>. yep. <laughs> so, yeah, all of that has just like gotten me to where I am now. And I'm just so lucky to be able to come into women's footy at this time because it's like the perfect timing, anyway. It is. It's really booming. Um, we saw the sneaky video that Port set up for you and finding out you were debuting. What did you think yeah, about yeah. that surprise? How oh. were you feeling when you found out, especially with Hannah by your side? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I was not expecting it. I thought we were just going to do, like, a media thing and thanking the sponsors. And um, they pulled out – so we practiced the cue cards. And then mm. I, when we started actually filming, they added an extra one in. And I was like, oh, no, like, I'm going to stuff this up. <laughs> and then um, it said that Hannah was obviously debuting. And it was awesome. And then – I was just happy for her. And then they pulled out the next one saying that I was as well. It was amazing. I'll definitely never forget that. And then our coach walked out by the side and, yeah, and then we realised there was all the little sneaky cameras around in other places. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it captured the look on your face as well quite nicely, <laughs> the pure shock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I didn't know if I, like I, yeah, it was crazy. I really didn't know what to do when I, yeah, found out. It was very well put together. I, I saw that. I thought, I haven't, there's lots of debuting videos for different players and they usually do the call to the mum and dad and things like that. But I, I did like that one. Yeah, from Port. That was good. Well, very well put together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was different and that just made me not even expect it even more. So, yeah. <laughs> and how did you find the game on the weekend, Borgie, playing in the inaugural match for Port, the first one, first AFLW game for them ever? Must yeah. have been pretty special yeah. and, and especially um, to debut with one of your, your closest friends in Hannah as well. Yeah, it was definitely like an honour like to be representing Port for the first time, especially like new team, first game. It was awesome and um, yeah, it was really just amazing to see because there were so many Port supporters there as well, like probably more Port supporters than there were from West Coast. <laughs> so, like, even to run out and then after the game, like, you know, all the little fans, like the little kids and little girls, it was awesome to, like, be there. they like, wanting things signed and stuff. It was just awesome. I did not think five years ago that I would be here now. So, yeah. And the actual footy itself, obviously coming from yeah. you know, SNFLW, which is you know probably regarded as the best competition outside the AFLW, how did you find the game? Was it quicker? Was it harder hitting? You know, how did you feel? out there on the ground. Yeah, yeah. The game was definitely, like, a much quicker pace, um, as expected. Like, we knew that, like, their game style was to, like, push us up the field and then, like, drag us back down, which is exactly what they did. Um, but, and especially on, like, the bigger bodies, like, that's, like, the next level. And they had some pretty strong girls on their team. Mm -hmm. And I know this weekend as well, that's what's going to come for us as well. So just that new body kind of thing. Yeah like the uh, bigger hits and things like that. Yeah. And we obviously feeling a bit sore after the game then. <laughs> yeah, a little bit sore. <laughs> I did a few little hits, but no, it was good. I, it was a very exciting game and a good one to like 
start off the season with. I think we've learned a lot, like, through looking at the vision from the game. Like, we've already learned so much. So I'm really excited to put it in play this weekend. Yeah, I'm sure you're used to plenty of that with Chrissy as your coach, so that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And talk to us, you, you touched on it earlier, um, just about your sort of transition and how footy came about for you. But um, if I'm not mistaken, you were a very good netballer as well. And there probably would have been a point in time where you were playing both and maybe had to made, make a decision. What What made you make the move over to footy? Yeah, well, yeah, I was. I was playing, I think it was like under... 12s, I was playing like you know in the state netball teams and stuff and mum was like all for the netball and then when I did have to fill in for the um, footy team I did have a state comp coming up and mum was like oh I don't know like you know you can break lots of little fingers in footy or just something little like that and then um, I, me and dad convinced her in the end and then so I was playing when I first started in the sample like league team um, I was playing netball as well and then um you know, I had like a chat with Chrissy and it was kind of like, she didn't say it, but it was kind of like you have to choose between mm. footy and netball. Like it's come to that stage because like training was so full on. And so I spoke with mum and dad. We sat down, like talked about the pros and cons of both. And I just love the attack of footy and like the aggression that's in it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just I decided to go with football, yeah. which mum always supports. So she's. She's happy now, especially. <laughs> she did wish I went to Crows, though. She is a Crows supporter. Oh, but no. Nah, she's happy. Oh, no. <laughs> she's going to have to make the switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's already put on a port scarf, which is good. Oh, so, lovely. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, we touched on it before. Your game on the weekend against Western Bulldogs. It'll be the first home game for Port. Very exciting. What are you sort of looking forward to in that game? Oh, yeah, I, it's very, very exciting. I think I'm mostly looking forward to the Never Terrible Park because <laughs> I support, like, Port Boys and I always have. And just, like, seeing the crowd, it would just be, like, so amazing to be on the field and, like, you know, you have all that support around you, like, you are going for Port. I'm just – I think I'm mostly looking forward to that. But then also just the atmosphere of, like, the fans because it's, you know, the very first home game. Mm-hmm. So I think – I think – those two things mostly. Yeah, you're gonna be catch yourself singing along to it. Yeah, no, I will. I'll just be with my hands up on the field or something like that. <laughs> now you're also yeah. number twenty one at Port. Does this have any special meaning behind it for you? Um, so I was number twenty two at North this season, and. I did really want to carry it over, but of course, like Erin's dad was number 22 mm-hmm. and that means a lot to her and she was number 22. And um, they said to me that, like they sent out all the numbers that were available and there was 21, 23 and a few other numbers and stuff, but I was like, 21's the closest to 22. <laughs> Makes sense. And so <laughs> I decided to go with 21 and I'm so glad now as well because Ali Ali is obviously the boy's number 21 and he's like a huge like idol to me. So, yeah. That's awesome, mate. And, you know, if you put put yourself in your shoes, so you just mentioned Aaron Phillips um, and, you know, some of the the girls who have been playing AFLW for some time now. Um, what, what's it like being, you know, training and playing with them and someone like Aaron Phillips who's, you know, so well-respected, not just in the AFL and... Um, AFLW well, but you know she's played elite um, WNBA basketball and and 
um, been well respected in, in, within South Australian sport for such a long time. Did you ever think you'd sort of be in there? Do you ever sort of pinch yourself when you you're out there on the on the ground at Alberton when you're training with these girls? Yeah, like I remember the very first training, I was just like, "What is happening?" Like I'm training with Ange Foley, Aaron Phillips, like Gemma Houghton, and it's just amazing to go from watching them on TV and growing up, like watching them, to now actually being in their team and playing with them, and like being one of them. Like we're all part of the same team, and to see their skill level, it kind of just motivates me to like keep on getting better. Um, and especially like Erin and the way like she like goes about life with everything it's definitely something I look up to and something I would love to be when I'm older and to like have all the little kids like at school come up to me and be like oh you play with Erin Phillips like it's just so (laughs) awesome to like be part of that and like to be part of the very first AFLW team with these girls and making history it's just awesome. That's fantastic, mate. You can hear it in your voice how much Mm. it means to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And just before we finish up, mate, um, I promise you I'm I'm not trying to set you up here, but (laughs) I want you to share some of your your memories and and I guess some funny memories with the the listeners about the grand final celebrations last year. And um, I I don't know too much about this, but I know that there's some stories from Port's pre-season. Can you let the listeners into start with the grand final. Can you let the listeners know what the celebrations are like? I've heard stories, but I'll let you take it for where you want to go, Borgie. The celebrations from like the Sample W one. That is correct. Yes, I saw some of it. I left at the right time. (laughs) Um, No, it was awesome. Uh, Just being, as soon as like we finished the game, winning, like having the, oh, what was it, like the presentation afterwards was awesome at like on the field and like, little kids presenting things and then we went into the change rooms and singing like all these songs and like dancing <laughs> up and down it was awesome and then that um bus ride back to um the north adelaide was just insane with the trophy and like just singing the whole time on the bus like by the end of the night my voice is gone and <laughs> but i just i think i retired but no, i'm kidding <laughs> um but no it was Definitely some good singing songs. Um, I loved my wipes that night. So I was singing a little bit of wipes, a bit too much, I think. But um, <laughs> all the girls love it. So, yeah, no, it was definitely some awesome memories. But the biggest memory for me would probably be um, probably Megan Ryan just doing her mm. just on the stage singing whatever she wants in an Irish accent. It was just insane. And I just, do remember that. She she couldn't yeah. – no one could understand her, but she had a yeah, good voice. Nah, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> you can't understand half the stuff she says, but it's just awesome. It's hilarious. It's just – yeah, but that was probably one of my highlights. I won't repeat what she was saying and stuff, <laughs> but, no, it was it was awesome. Fantastic. Um, Thanks for joining us, Borgie. You're doing great things in the AFLW and, and you're a rooster for life. Maybe yeah. one day we might see you back there. So thanks Absolutely for joining us and uh, a good luck for the rest of the season. That interview with Borgie was all thanks to Northern Tavern Sip and Save Bottle Shop. It's the three-quarter time break. After the break, we'll have a bit of club news and the injury report. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Coffee World, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials.
Welcome back to Roosters Radio, all thanks to Copywell Toshiba. Now we're in the fourth and final quarter of this segment. Uh, we'll jump straight into the injury update, thanks to Dr. Jones and partners. Mitch, who have we got out? Yeah, um, I think the positive thing is there's less names on this list than last week, yeah. which is always always a positive at any footy club, um, at this time of year especially. So um, I think we touched on the young fellas last week, Heathy, Adam Heath and, and Zeitner are uh, done for the year with their knees. Um, they're, they're progressing really well um, with their rehab. Fortunately, I guess, unfortunate for them, but fortunately for them at this time of year that they're, they're almost um, – 50% of the way through their, their rehab. So they'll be ready to go and running for pre-season, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, Dugsy Hewitt, um, unfortunately, has re-hurt that wrist, um, which he had issues with last year, um, which is sad um, for him and for the whole team. He's such a well-loved and respected um, member of the footy club and particularly the playing group, obviously. But um, he will be missed and um, we're looking forward to him getting back into action over the pre-season. Couple of ones to watch out for. Jackie McCann um, trained really well on Wednesday night, and I believe, to my knowledge, got through. So he'll put himself up for selection, and I believe for the reserves team this week. So he's missed a, a pretty big chunk of footy um, with a quad injury, but is a really vital part of that that reserves team of the last couple of years, and will welcome his uh, really nice ball use off the halfback flank back into the team. Hopefully this week. Um, a couple of others, um, Jakey Patmore, we know from the last game of the year against Sturt, nicked that hamstring. He's back running and moving at a nice pace from what I saw on Wednesday night. So uh, he will miss this week, but I'm sure he'll push for selection next week um, if there is a game for the league team or the, the reserves team. Um, and Will Gowers is the other one who's battled some hamstring issues this year, but um, we know he can um, have a real impact at both levels. Um so, yeah, I think he's a little bit touch and goes. He trained really well um, Wednesday night. Um, so we'll see how he gets through uh, more training this weekend, next week, and see if he's available. But, um, yeah, hopefully, as I said, looking forward to that injury list, hopefully dwindling even mm. more and not growing over this weekend. Yeah, definitely. That injury update was all thanks to Dr. Jones and partners. We'll have a look at the um, what's going on around the club as well. Cam Craig, it's his 150th game this weekend. Mitch, yeah. do you want to tell us I a mean, bit about him? Oh, Craig, he's a, one of the best club men and a very good mate of mine. And it's sort of been a little bit clouded because it's it's finals. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's come up late in the week. Everyone's like, oh, it's Craig. Yeah. I didn't even know till Wednesday night. Um, what I can say, I mean, he's, he's in the team of the year again, I think the second time for Craigie. Um, he's been at the club for the last 10 years. He's, he's only a year older than me and... We grew up playing a lot of footy to, together at North throughout the years. Um, he's a vice captain of the footy club. He just does his job every week. Um, he's such a professional. He's always in the ice bath. He's always first person at recovery. He's always in the top five to ten in the two k at the end of the year. Uh, sorry, at the start of the year. Um, I couldn't speak highly enough, highly of him enough as a athlete um, and the commitment that he's had to his career. So no surprises to see him get to. Game 150, and I'm sure he's got plenty more in him. Yeah, yeah. very exciting. Another exciting player, Aaron Young. He's been uh, selected as the Sanford Digital Past Player of the Year Award. Yeah, yeah, awesome for Youngie. Another good mate of mine as well and a member of our leadership group. Um, he's had a, a super year. Um, you know, We know the, the calibre of player that Youngie um, is and 
played you know lots of AFL experience and and you know played um, uh, a, a lot of SNFL football throughout that his career as well. Um, we know the quality of player that he is. Um, so I'm no surprises to see mm. him have a great year. He had a good preseason. Um, and I think he's just had that consistency of that role in the midfield. But I think the, the, the best thing about him as a player is his ability to hit the scoreboard. I know he kicked five against Centrals early in the year. He's kicked a couple of bags of three. Just dangerous um, in front of goal. So I think he tied with Nick Rokar. So well done to Nick Rokar as well. But um, yeah, such a great year and, and wouldn't be surprised to see him on Monday night. Um, mm. with the McGarry around his yep. neck as well if he did win that. Mm. And the Sample Advertiser Team of the Year has been released. North Adelaide dominated the selection with mm. six players and coach, Jackie yeah. Serge. <laughs> yep. Yeah, fantastic effort by some of the boys. I think we've got, obviously, Serge has been named as the coach for the first time, so well done to him. Keenan Ramsey at Sinar forward, his first time. Aaron Young at half-forward, on the half-forward flank is his first time. Will Coombe on the wing, again, first time. Wiggy in the, on the wing for his third time. Well done to Wiggy. Campbell Coombe in the, in the team for his third, um, in, for the third time in the centre and, and Cam Craig at full back for his second time. So, look, incredible effort from the boys. A um, couple of players that stand out to me. Will Coombe has had a fantastic year and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at, win the, the Barry Robburn, the, the BNF this year. Oh, He's yeah. probably a, a bit of a dark horse, but... Plays well every week on that wing. He works super hard. He's a quiet achiever. He's not a you know big sort of personality, but just does a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think he you know potentially could be playing at the at, a, at the higher level. But um, you know, fantastic effort to him and all the boys that are, that have made the team. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'm not surprised. Put it that way. And I'm probably a couple of boys a little bit stiff. Really, I think um, Alex Spinner um, has had a fantastic year. Frankie Sesekuli on the wing has had a fantastic year. Um, so, you know, um, that's what happens with these teams. But no, great work to all those boys. Yeah. Speaking of Frankie, he's been invited somewhere, hasn't he? He has. He has, yeah. Um, he's been invited to the state combine to mm. to test um, his athletic ability, um, <laughs> to give himself a shot at, at hopefully getting drafted. Yeah. Um, what I would say about Frank is – He'll have no issues with that testing. <laughs> he is a absolute freak when it comes to running and agility. He's at the front of every running pack. He's you know top three, I reckon, maybe top five in our two kia. Um, he's so strong. He's mm. um, moves. He's so quick um, sideways. His agility is unbelievable, and he's had a fantastic year. So no surprises to see him get invited um, and. Yeah, I hope he tests as well and, and hopefully gives himself every opportunity to, to go to that next level, which he deserves. We'll do a quick reminder of the club champion, which is Friday the 30th of September, as well as the 1972 Champions of Australia celebration on the 28th of October. And for finals ticketing, you can head to sample.com.au. And just a reminder of the weekend's games. Yeah, so we've got um, the elimination... Well, I think it's a semi-final, but it's elimination between Nord and Glenelg at Adelaide Oval at quarter past 12. Um, and then the big one, quarter past three, North Adelaide versus the Crows for a spot in the grand final. And that's a wrap-up for Roosters Radio for this week here on Scent SA. Yeah, it's been an awesome one. Thanks for having us again, honey. And don't forget to tune in to SEN on Sunday 
um, at 11.30 with Paul Bonzo and Mark Ross for two massive games. Enjoy your weekend, Roosters fans. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.